Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. For the safety of you and others, please make sure all hands, feet, and arms remain inside. And please watch your children. And now, let the show begin. You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nidell. Let's go back in time when turtles roam the sewers of New York. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Canard. I am the terror, the And knowing was half the battle. Go, go! It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. Well, hey guys, this is your host Tim Nadell talking. This episode is going to be a little different from a lot of our previous episodes. Usually we sit and talk to voice actors, you know, cartoon characters, people involved in cartoons. But this one is going to be different because Lee Merriweather will be joining me today. She portrayed Catwoman in the 1966 Adam West Batman movie. You're going to see the perfect crime when I get Batman in my claws. (laughs) You know, I thought it would be pretty fitting to get somebody involved in a Batman movie since... This month is when the Batman vs. Superman movie comes out, and uh, I couldn't think of anybody better than somebody involved in the, in the old Adam West Batman movie or series. So it was a pleasure talking with her. In this interview, we talk about, of course, Catwoman. Why wouldn't I talk to her about that? Um, also, she is also a former Miss America. So we talk a little bit about that in the beginning, and I'm excited to get this one out there. It's a great movie if you haven't seen the 66 batman movie it's a complete cheese fest but it's fun i mean there's 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 shark spray i mean there's bat shark spray to to kill a shark so you can't go wrong with this movie it's a great movie you also hear me mentioned an actor named buddy epson near the end of it i asked her about working with them because they work together on barnaby jones for a lot of you out there, you may not know who he is, especially your younger, you know, whippersnappers. But for the older generation, I'm not really considering my generation old, but my parents definitely, you know, raised me on a lot of the older TV shows and movies and all. So I grew to, to, to love Buddy's work. And they both worked together on uh, Barnaby Jones. But I know him from mainly the Beverly Hillbillies, And his work on the Davy Crockett stuff, which I was in love with as a kid. I know a lot of you probably were too. So that's who he is. We talk about him near the end of it. Um, You can follow Lee Merriweather online. It's LeeMerriweather.com. And of course, follow us online, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. You'll find all bunch of you know fun links our twitter page our facebook page and also remember to leave us positive iTunes and Stitcher reviews. Those really really do help out. But uh, anyways, I'm going to stop chatting you guys' ears off now. Hope you guys enjoy my interview with Catwoman herself, Lee Merriweather. I always like to start off by kind of getting to know somebody's childhood. Do you enjoy cartoons as a kid? Oh, yes. What, what kind of cartoons did you like as a kid? Oh, I loved Elmer Fudd. Oh, yeah. Way back when. And, uh, oh, actually all of them that I, I, I know we, well, we would go to the Strand Theater in Phoenix, Arizona. My mother would take us, my brother and myself, and we'd get 
see, oh, let's see, um, two serials probably, uh, about five cartoons. There was a Saturday afternoon Lollapalooza that mm-hmm. they put together. <laughs> and, <laughs> and one one um, uh, a serial western about the three mosquitoes. And we call them the three mosquitoes. I guess it was the musketeers. Or yeah. Something. I don't know if <laughs> they were Western. Somehow we called it mosquitoes. <laughs> it makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I know modeling was a huge part of your early career. Um, you even became Miss America in I, 1955. I don't know where that came from. Really? I, I wasn't a model. No, not okay. at all. <laughs> it's it's in the bio somewhere. Yeah. I know because just about everybody who writes anything about me says, "Oh, she was a former model." I, I <laughs> the only modeling I did was for when I was on the high school board at um, the Emporium in San Francisco. Huh. I was uh, in the eighth grade, and uh, I was chosen out of I was scholastically, I guess, it was chosen or or the activities I did around the school. But I was one of three in our school and there were others from other schools and they were given the opportunity to learn the entire structure on the floor of the of the the emporium department store so i was transferred to each them and one of the places that i worked was uh, the department that does fashion shows and so they put me in a fashion show, and that's the only time I, <laughs> I was a real model on a, on a runway. And that was, well, what I was, oh, what was I? I was about seventeen, I guess. Okay. About. Yeah, the, the, the internet can tell a lot of lies. I know that. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> but you did become Miss America, didn't you? Yes, but I reluctantly. I was one of the reluctant Miss Americas. Okay. I, uh, well, I was entered by a fraternity, and no one told me. Oh wow! And I would never have entered at back then. I, I, I always assumed that bathing beauty, it was a bathing beauty contest or or whatever. I didn't know much about the Miss America pageant. I didn't know it had scholarships and all that. It was not well advertised at the time, and I was young. And uh, but I. I always thought, oh, bathing beauty, bleh. you know, when you grow up with a brother who makes fun of you and, and when you're wearing a swimsuit or, you know, running around and uh, you hear boys saying, oh, who wants to go out with her? She's too, you know, blah, 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 yeah. or whatever, you know. And so I just, um, uh, I uh, would never have entered. And all of a sudden I hear <laughs> a fellow um member of my radio class in college um, saw me going into the radio room and, and I was I had a, an album, a whole bunch of albums in my arms and he said oh you're not going to do a record pantomime are you? I said what? <laughs> no these are for the final you know because we had to we had to develop a whole hour program write the script uh, cast it, direct it and find the music to go with it and actually work the uh, record player so that it would come in on time. Mm-hmm. On, oh, it was very intricate. But, but um, uh, So I, I said, Where do, what, what are you talking about, record pantomime? And this is for the show. And he said, no, 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 I mean for the Miss San Francisco thing. And that's how I found out. <laughs> I said, that is 
what, Miss San Francisco? What are you talking about? And he said, well, you know, uh, I don't know, some fraternity, one of the fraternities nominated you. And I said, well, I haven't heard a thing. He said, you haven't? And so we tracked it all down, didn't find out which fraternity, but it was the last day of auditions. By the time I was told, it was the last day of auditions. And downtown, I called my mother. My mother said, call your father. My father called the Chamber of Commerce. He found out that it was the junior chamber and taken it over from this entrepreneur who had done it for years, I guess. And they were they were seeking all area um, colleges, universities, and uh, seniors in high school who would be at a certain age, you know. And so... I said, well, do I have to? <laughs> and my father talked me into it. He said, listen, you, can, you, you, you want to be an actress. This is something, it's mm-hmm. an experience. And if you have to have a talent, you've been doing, you've been working on a, that Romeo and Juliet speech, you know, do that, you know, and go down there. Just try it. So I, I did. Thought I was obligated. And um, then I was <laughs> so silly. I couldn't, I, going down on the streetcar, I was so nervous about the whole thing. I kept running the speech in my head. Well, I didn't know it that well. And I thought, oh, what am I going to do? And I, I thought, well, maybe I could do uh, what I had done the weekend before for the Rainbow Girls. We would go out and uh, entertain the boys uh, in the hospital beds at uh, Letterman. And so i uh, that was a little bit hospital, and, and uh, it went well. I mean, they they loved it, and they laughed, and you know, it's it high school typical high school girl, typical high school dance. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't get to dance with the good-looking guy. And then she ends up sitting on a, uh, a piece of gum that she keeps taking out of her mouth, and, and you know, <laughs> it goes on, and she ends up sitting on the gum and tears her dress, and that's the end of the comedy routine. <laughs> So I'm sitting there at the Fairmont Hotel waiting because, indeed, I did have an appointment and I had to wait. And the girl, a uh, woman said, uh, you just sit over there. And I said, no, thank you. So I'm and I'm listening. There's Moonlight Sonata being played beautifully. And then I hear uh, Umbel D sung by a, a, a lovely girl, I guess. I, I couldn't tell, but, but her voice was beautiful. And so I said, oh, my gosh. They're going to laugh me out of here. Mm-hmm. I can't do this silly pantomime. That's, this is, you've got to do something America. <laughs> and so I started working again on the um, potion scene, and I could never get past, oh, I think it was Tybalt Shroud that just threw me for a loop, and I, I'd start over again, and they called my name. And I, I started praying. <laughs> I, literally, I started praying, and I said, Oh please, you know, make me think. Help me, help me, help uh-huh. me. And ah, uh, all of a sudden, I thought of what I had done in high school. Now this is a year and a half earlier. I had done a one-act play, and I hadn't worked on it at all. I hadn't even thought about it. Um, done once, and you know, it's over with. And um, I, I thought, well, I'll just tell them the story and maybe some of it will come back to me and so I said uh, and I started this story of the play and 
Uh, my character was a, an aged uh, Irish mother lamenting the loss of her last son and all that, and then I started. And that was it. <laughs> and by the time I finished, and I said, thank you very much, I put on my shoes back, my shoes back on and, and went out. And then it was about, oh, I don't know, uh, two weeks later, I guess, uh, I was got a letter in the mail saying I was one of the 16 semifinalists in the Miss San Francisco pageant. <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. That's how it, that's how it all started. And, <laughs> uh, and then my mother made my gown. Uh, I remember she was sitting on the floor doing some hemming and looking up at me, and she said, you know, if you win this, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't. I, I asked her later, and she said, well, I really didn't think you'd win. I yeah. didn't want to you know, for you to feel bad about it. I wasn't going to get excited for you, and then you'd feel, you know, that you wouldn't <laughs> make it. And when I won, I, <laughs> I looked down at my mother at the table before, below the stage, and and because uh, this was all in the hotel setting, and they were dinner tables, and I said, and I said, oh, my mother's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, well, how does it feel to be in San Francisco? And I said, my mother's going to kill me. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's how it all started. That's amazing. Wow, it's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. And how did you become part of the 1966 Batman movie as Catwoman? I read for it. Um, Julie, um, Adam, Julie Newmar had done the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but she couldn't do the movie because she was already signed, I think, to do a movie with, oh, dear, I can't remember who, who she, what, she, what movie it was. But anyway, um, I was one of about, I would say, easily a hundred women Ooh, wow. who read for the part. I walked into the room and I saw all oh, this bevy of beautiful women. I thought, oh, good Lord, how am I going <laughs> to... <laughs> How am I going to do this? How am I going to even make a dent here? That's next to impossible. And so I just I just went in and read and and I sat down and and I licked my hand and I had grown up with cats and I knew how to imitate cats and so I did all of that while I was reading the the script to the person who was reading with me and then I had a a relatively good ear always with accents or fake accents anyway not good but fake and so i did a pretty good russian accent they turned to a scene with the russian where she's a russian correspondent mm-hmm. and uh i was able to fake that and um I, and i got up and I said, thank you very much and left and uh the next day i got the phone call and the following afternoon i had I was in costume. I was in oh wardrobe fitting, and the next day we we filmed. <laughs> they were that far. They were that close. Wow. Yeah, and they had already filmed some of some of the stuff, so they were up the creek. Yeah, tell me about that suit. That had to be pretty uncomfortable to get into. <laughs> Not easy. It's just that I don't know if you've ever worn a. Um, no, of course you haven't. Have you ever worn a girdle? Uh, <laughs> But like a really tight swimsuit that yeah. really doesn't fit, but it, but you want to wear it. Well, it was like that all over. It was really tight. How long were the the shooting days for? I mean, how how many hours upon 
how many hours were we in that per day? Comfortableness yeah. lasted all day, and it was uh, usually, uh, well, I was getting to the studio, I think, sometimes around 6.30 or 7, and into makeup, and then uh, into hair, and then, then the wardrobe, <laughs> and... <laughs> And then uh, shooting all day, and I, I, uh, I didn't drink much water. That's that was yeah. my secret. Yeah, I got dehydrated, but at least I, <laughs> I was able to uh, do it only at lunchtime. Oh man, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say you probably can't eat or drink much before that, so you you pretty much answered that question right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, uh-uh. no, just didn't dare. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was uh, uh, imperative. Did you know anything about Catwoman going into it? About them? Oh, I've seen the show. I saw, I think, one one of Julie's half episodes. Uh, but that was it mm-hmm. uh, at that time because it was on the air. Um, but I had not seen, I had only seen her briefly. And then they asked me to look at a piece of film but with no sound. Uh, before I went in to film, and I just watched her movements, and um, and that was that was it. But I knew she was a dancer, and I thought, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> they've got to take what I can do. And not a ballerina is much uh, uh, much more agile than agile than me. Yeah. But I had been taking a dance class with Betty Garrett, and I was uh, I was pretty good uh, with the weight and everything. So. I did pretty well. I love the fact that you came up with the the meows and everything too. It wasn't in the script. I love that. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I, I did the I licked my hand. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I needed my legs. You know, my lap. You know, I just like a cat. I did all of my cat things that I could think of <laughs> <laughs> when I auditioned. So I, you I throw been... yourself in. You know, throw yourself into a character in an audition. They, they, I think they appreciate it. Yep, yep. At least they have in the past. So I even I saw an old interview that you did long time ago. I think it's right after the movie, um, where you said you spent a whole day of looping just doing the meows. Oh yes. Oh, that was hysterical. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I thought. I wonder what 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 I what do I have to loop. And it was because the wind machine was making such a thing when we were flying okay. on the um, the umbrellas, yep. the flying the penguins flying umbrellas. Most of that was what I had to loop, was uh, and a, a couple of other things. But it was it was hysterical because they had growl, meow, and you know they have a list of things you have to do. And I said, well, uh, can I? See where it fits because I did different meows and different meows and they ran and they said yes of course we'll be doing the film and I said oh thank heavens so they they did the film they wrote the film and I saw what it was I said oh yes okay and it was very easy to do but that was, <laughs> it was hysterical <laughs> As, I'm, I'm sure if anybody walked by they just what <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing Oh, I would love but, to hear that. I wish that was existing somewhere to hear. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> oh, I could do one for you. Yes, please. Sure. Wow. 
You, you still <laughs> have it. You still have I'm it. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, unfortunately, most of the main cast of the old series and the, and the movie have passed away. Um, what was it like working with Cesar Romero, uh, Burgess Meredith, and, and Frank Gorshin in the movie? I loved working with them. I was the luckiest, I think, of all the Catwoman's women because I I had the good fortune to work with those with all of them yeah and plus which Adam and, and Bert but uh, I worked mostly of course with them and what oh, what an, uh, a lesson in theater and technique uh, and attitude on the set and uh, attention to detail that's about they taught me so much I just watched them. I mean, they, they didn't say, well, you got to remember to do this or mm-hmm. anything like that. No, no. But they, I just watched them. Oh, nice. And I watched how they comported themselves on the set. Uh, they were always on time. They were always there. They came to, you know, they, they were genuinely interested in other people that, uh, and, and cared about them. It was just wonderful. It was a wonderful lesson for a, a, a beginning a film student. Yeah, no kidding. Although I had, I had done a couple of films, but they were uh, when I was very young. So it was it was very important. I realized how yeah. lucky I was. Oh yeah, three of the some of the best. It, it's it would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. And I got a chance to work with Frank Gorshin afterwards. Oh, yeah. We we did a play together and played again, Sam. Oh, where nice. I played six women. To his one man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I convinced the uh, it was played against Sam, and, and it, uh, it, the roles are were originally uh, other women. Uh, there's a one one lead role, and I didn't play that role, but I played all the other women that he becomes involved with. So I played six other women, and it was great fun. But uh, it's quite a challenge. Change yeah, I... change off stage. Yeah. Change a wig, change change the outfit, <laughs> yeah. and go on as another character with another accent. Wow, <laughs> so, but it was a good good teaching ground. It really was. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been doing a lot of local theater here. We just got done with Pride and Prejudice not too long ago, and I just can't imagine oh. those scene changes for you. Oh yes, my dear. Wow, <laughs> that's great. Were you in the production? Yes, playing I was. Or yep, directing. Yep. Ah. Not not a huge part. I was one of the. Probably the third lowest on the totem pole, but you know you got to start somewhere. Oh, absolutely! Oh, do keep keep it up. Oh, I, I will. You grow with each part that you do. You really Actually, do. The one after that, I think we we also just finished doing a Christmas Carol for Christmas time, so I was in that one too. Uh huh. So yeah, I'm getting more parts. <laughs> Did you play one of the ghosts? I, I was two play uh, parts. I was uh, Dick which is uh, Scrooge's friend from the past. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And then I was the um, the caretaker. Ah. Oh, good. Okay. So that That's was a lot great. of that was a lot of fun to do. Uh-huh. Wonderful. But yeah, definitely be doing a lot more. How many are you do you still do plays now? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I've done uh, quite a few. I, the last big one was um uh, play at Theater West. Well, I've done a lot of plays at Theater West. I've done a couple of musicals. I've done. Um, it's just, just wonderful fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're 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 very addictive. That's for sure. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and Adam West, you had a lot of scenes with Adam West. Mainly, I guess, mainly as uh, Miss Kitka, your, your alter yeah. ego. There, um, I hear a lot of great things about Adam. Is everything pretty much true? Is he just the greatest guy ever? Uh, 
absolutely. He's sweet. He's gentle. He's he's uh, very witty. Uh, people don't realize how funny he can yeah. be, and he's very very intelligent. I've known him off work too. We we had to make a couple of charity events um, that we were asked to attend, and uh, he was just absolutely amazing. Uh, talking to the press, talking to friends, talking to the people there, all that was a very genuine fellow. Yeah, he yeah, seems I, like it. I like him a lot. Bert is the is is a delight too. He's you know he has a uh, a rescue uh, area there or a residence actually that he rescues large dogs. Wow, I didn't know that. For them, oh yeah, he, it's fabulous. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, the, the '60s Batman TV show and the movie, it, there, there's something about it. It's just amazing how it still holds up. It's it's cheesy, yes, but it still holds up. And oh sure, well, and it's when, it's when you, I think, even when you were little, when you were young, watching the show, it was magical. And then when you grow up, and you you get to see all the nuances and catch the jokes, yeah. even better. And that's, <laughs> that's that's what I love about yep. it. That they they uh, the parents they geared it for parent to parenthood and. And for youngsters yeah. as well. I remember yeah. I remember watching it with my dad when I was maybe around five in the early uh-huh. 80s when it was rerunning yeah. on TV. And now I'm sitting with my three girls and watching it with them. So it's just nice that we can just enjoy that as a family. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's great fun. Do you, oh, when when you watch the movie, do, do your kids laugh when, the, when he, he... I always laugh myself. Uh, when Adam hits the shark... And it sounds like a rubber shark. <laughs> yes. I think that movie is hysterical. Oh, that <laughs> movie. For me, that I laugh out loud every time I see it. Yeah. <laughs> it just breaks me up. Oh, yeah. that's It's, it's a crazy movie. <laughs> Good fun. I wanted to mention one other actor you worked with who I was a huge, huge, huge fan of, um, Buddy Epson. Oh, Yes, I, I, I love him. Yeah, no, I grew up with Buddy, and he was just amazing. I know he's passed and all, but what was Buddy like when you worked with him? Oh, a dream, a dream come true. I really was. I mean, to to spend seven and a half years with one man that you work with all the time, uh, it was heaven. Mm-hmm. It was heaven. It was just, it was... Uh, he taught me a great deal too, and he was one that always on, always on time, always knew his lines. He was there working all the time and was very gracious to every every guest on the show, every working actor, and the crew who adored him would have walked on fire for him. Mm-hmm. It just everybody would have. I mean, just he was. Oh, he's so dear. Yeah. I would have done anything just to talk to him for five minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, he just... Ah, he's... I'm just... I, when we finished filming, we'd call each other every once in a while. And we'd just sit on the phone and talk and just <laughs> reminisce about certain things, you know, and all. And, oh, just so good. You know? Yeah. I called him one time when... Uh, um, 
he's, he was watching television, and he said, oh, Lee, turn it on, turn on channel, I forgot now what it was, but it was the, the ships in New York Harbor, uh-huh. and the big ships that would come in, because he was a big boat person. I mean, he really, you know, he knew, knew all about boats, and he had a boat, and he was, he was a skipper on a, on a catamaran that won a, a prize and all of this. He was very big. And uh, so we watched the whole thing, and he said, he he said things that I didn't understand, you know, like the quarter deck and blah blah blah, and he'd go on and he'd say, oh yeah, well, well look over there, you see up to the right of it, you know, <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> Still remember that. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I I saw that on your IMDb page, you have a lot of projects coming up, a lot in post, a lot in pre. Did you have one that you wanted to talk about? Well, I have I I I did a film some time ago uh called um, Waiting in the Wings the musical. Okay. And now I'm getting ready to do uh I'll be a part of the sequel which is Still Waiting in the Wings the musical. <laughs> <laughs> and it was such fun to do. It was just great. It was an independent film written by Jeffrey Don who's just um, a young guy who's who came up with this idea, and he stars in it, and he sings, dances, he can do everything. And uh, uh, it's just a wonderful idea, and uh, it's great fun. So hopefully someday you'll get to see both of them. I just wrote that down. I'm going to try to find it when it comes out. Oh, yeah. It's it's, uh, won several awards uh, in the film festivals. Okay. So I'm hoping that someone will pick it up. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. very cool. And where can people find you online? I know you have a website. Yeah, it's, uh, it's LeeMerriweather.com. Well, think. That's, that's easy enough. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> I think that'll get to me. Yeah. Well, Lee, this has been a pleasure. I, I'm a huge fan of your work, so this has been a great time talking with you. Oh, I'm, I've enjoyed it tremendously, remembering all the goodies. Uh, so I, I, they don't come to my mind all the time, yeah. but, but when people ask, it just... It, it uh, just kind of comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel good. Yeah, it's always nice to reflect <laughs> on the past. Lee, thank you so much again. So, hopefully, oh, my pleasure. Hopefully, thank I can meet you. you sometime at some kind of convention or something. Oh, that'd be good. I wouldn't mind that. That would be a lot of fun. At Comic Con? No, not this year. Um, ah. Let's see. Some, I, I think I'm make, I'm I'm in Montana, so it's hard to always get to where all these conventions uh, are. Do but, we have a, a convention up there? I think there's I think there's one. I need to look. I think it might be Great Falls in, in Montana. I'm not sure. I've never been to it though. But I'm also close to the Washington border, so I'm not too far from Seattle and that kind of stuff either. Ah, okay. Well, I, if I go to Washington or or Montana, I'll give you a call. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I, I love to meet you. Okay, honey. Well, you take care. All right. You too. Bye. All right. Thanks. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to that Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks.